0: Marketing wizards found them. Software engineers found that project manager I could never seem to hire, and found LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, eighty-six percent of small businesses get a qualified candidate within twenty-four hours. Post your first job for free and get started at LinkedIn.com/spoken. That's LinkedIn.com/spoken. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hey everybody, this is Sophie, and welcome to episode 149 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the heat, because it's the middle of August, it's miserable, we needed to talk about it, so we're going to talk about the heat. We're also going to talk about an eyeshadow situation I've been dealing with, and we're going to hear all about a really great trip that Melanie just took with her family, Before we get to all of that, though, I wanted to let you know that you can join us on Patreon and hear a couple of extra episodes every month. We're so excited to be on Patreon and to have the opportunity to offer our subscribers on Patreon some extra content that we think is gonna be a ton of fun. Every month we're gonna do a closer look episode where we really dig into something that has captured our interest or that maybe we're a little bit obsessed with. And we're also gonna do a QA of listeners questions. It's delightful. So if you would like to become a part of what we're doing on Patreon, you just go to patreon.com slash big boo. That's patreon.com slash big boo. We would love to see you there. And we are so, so grateful for all of you who have joined us over there. We're a little bit blown away. So thanks a bunch for that. And we hope you enjoy episode 149. Hey everybody this is Sophie this is big mama hey it's Melanie it's big mama and it is hotter than I don't know what outside it is hotter maybe than it's ever been
0: yeah yeah than hell some people would say (laughs) it's (laughs) It's terrible. It's terrible heat. I mean, just the kind like did I see? Is it your part of the country? Somebody's under like a heat advisory. Texas, we just call this summer. But I feel like it's so hot in other parts of the country. They're like warnings and stuff out.
1: I don't. I don't know if it's us or not, but I do know this. We've been redoing my office at school, and mm-hmm. then yesterday, my friend Heather and I were trying to finish everything, and mm-hmm. and we were we were down to we the. Heather and her daughter, Caroline, had painted a chest that sits out in my outer office, mm-hmm. which is really, it's really, a, the bottom line is it's the tampon chest. It's okay. where I keep all the feminine hygiene products. Well, I, I bought i bought um, new like poles and, and drawer handles at Hobby Lobby, which that in and of itself, I feel like, if anybody has listened to this podcast for any time, you know that the fact that I went into Hobby Lobby and that I actually went through all their cabinet hardware is evidence of the Lord's continued work in my life. Like that's, um, it's, it's not to be taken lightly. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't, but, but my first and my friend, Stephanie came by. I'm not telling, I'm not kidding when I tell you that it has taken, it, it has taken a village to pull this office together. So my friend Stephanie came by with her daughter Ella and while they were there, they were like, well, can we help you? And Steph said, oh, I'll put this hardware on your, your oh. cabinets. Well, the screws that I had didn't fit the new handles. Of course not. So this meant that I was going to have to go to Lowe's. Oh, no. No. So I go to Lowe's. I won't even get into everything that happened. This is not even, by the way, what I intended to talk about at the beginning of, of this episode.
0: But, but how, but how is that gonna, different from any episode we've ever done? This is
1: true, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust the prompting of the Holy Spirit and and the sovereignty of God in this, and just trust that it's something that needs to be shared. So, I. Go to Lowe's. I don't like a home improvement store unless I'm buying plants. I can I'm fine if I'm buying plants. So I go, I have to find two people to help me. I won't, I won't get into the challenges involved in each of those situations. But finally, a a man says, this is what you need. So I take it back to school. By this time, Steph and Ella have left. It's just Heather (laughs) and me. I start to put, try to put one of the drawer handles on and the screw does not in fact fit. No, no. So Heather said you need to you need you're gonna have to go back. And I was like, I'll just do it later. Like, because yeah. here's how my personality is I like a big picture, I yeah. like the vision of something new. Mm-hmm. When you get down into these details that will not let you win, like into these details that are frustrating, then I, I'm gonna tell you that what my go-to is. My go to is to quit. My go to is to give up. Absolutely. My go to uh huh. My go to is to get my things and um, fluff some pillows and uh-huh. go home. Uh-huh. So I was like, I don't, I can't, I can't go back, Heather. It's too hot. Yeah. And, and she was like, but if, if you go back, like we'll finish it. And I was like, I'll finish it tomorrow. I don't care. It's too hot. It's too hot to go back. So as it turned out, one of the curtain rods was malfunctioned. No. It was just a little tension rod I had picked up at Walmart. So I was going to have to go to Walmart anyway. So I thought, well, I will get a different set of screws at Walmart now never never you mind that I need to return the ones to Lowe's anything to avoid going back to Lowe's yeah so I go to Walmart and Heather said take the the tension rod out of the package in Walmart to make sure it works I didn't like this idea but I did it (laughs) sure enough the first one that I picked out it didn't work and I had to get another one Uh she had also suggested that I take the drawer and the hardware with me into Walmart I said I'm not doing that I'm not doing it I'm not they're just certain things. I just, that's too much for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I go, I get another set of screws that are a little bit longer. I take them back and they don't work. No. So, I know. So finally, Heather's husband, Amory, came to my rescue and, and he was going to Home Depot anyway. He came by, he got a drawer and he got some of the hardware, like a grown up would, and he took it and he got <laughs> the right ones and installed it. But all that to say, none of that was anything I wanted to deal with yesterday because it was so stinking hot, like just getting in the car and getting out of the car and walking across parking lots. Every bit of it was just miserable. Yeah.
0: yeah, I get it. It's we've officially hit and we hit it every year in August. But it's that time where you're like, I just want to go outside to do what I need to do. And then I want to get back inside as quickly as possible the end because I had we've got some Amazon things that we need to return and I really did look today because I was like how much money do we have invested in those Amazon things do they really need to be returned and they do they do but then when I went through the return process I have until September 4th to actually get them back in the mail so I felt better about that
1: I too started a return process on the site I was like oh I've got till September the 7th it's fine yes
0: I have plenty of time Nothing but time. So, but the important thing is, is, is your office does it look cute? Because, which I know the answer to it because you sent me a picture last night. I'm gonna tell you this:
1: I I am a person who likes to think I can do anything in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can really that just take about an afternoon. And so, yeah. obviously, when we painted inside this summer, that didn't just take an afternoon. But I was content in how long it took because I I I trusted the people who were doing the painting for us and. And I could see like, what a time-consuming process it was. I was not prepared for how long it took to pull this whole office thing together. We, my, um, my principal and our dean of students painted the office for me over the summer which was so kind and Mm -hmm. then um it was a whole it was a whole group project but it really needed a refresher and it looks I will have to say it looks great it's so cheerful and fun and and I love it and it looks I mean it's completely different in there um so in the end it was all worth it I was just surprised by how long it took to pull that thing together.
0: Yeah. Everything like that always takes longer than you think it's going to take. You know what I mean? Like you don't factor in. That's part of why I'm kind of gearing up. I've told myself that once we're back to school, which for us is next week, that I'm going to get into, I'm going to, I'm going to paint our bathroom cabinets. I know I've been saying that for a long time, but I I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm up for it and I'm ready to paint and I want to paint our master bedroom and I want to do the whole thing. But I already have in my head, it's going to take me the better part of, I think, three months to get it all finished. You know, like Uh it's, it's a huge job. So, um, Yeah. And you want to knock it out and then I'll get obsessed. You know how I do where I'm like, well, I'll just stay up. I'll stay up till, you know, five in the morning to get it all finished in this one sitting. Um, And then I'll wonder why I can no longer feel my hands or my arms
1: (laughs) or whatever. We We remember how you did with Caroline's room.
0: Yes, exactly. I get a little obsessed. So, well, and the problem with our bedroom is, is it's like, while that is in Progress, where are we gonna sleep? Because it's gonna smell like paint sure. and it's not gonna be a one day because it's gonna cause I, I wanna paint a light color over what are very dark walls. And so what's the color in your bedroom? I can't remember. It's like a dark. Well, nobody ever sees our bedroom, but it's a really I mean we've had it, it's the same color it's been forever, like since we got married. So it's like that dark. Remember when everybody did it, it's like that, it's like a dark topy, like super dark brown taupey gray type color. but it's dark Um, and it's I mean it's fine it's not but it's just so much dark everything else in our house is so light now that it just feels really dark in there but then part of me is like we keep the door shut to it all the time and all we do in there is like go back to sleep nobody ever sees it like the way it is in our house it's not in the flow of anything so it's not like anybody's ever going in there
1: but you just want it to look different
0: Yeah, I just, well, and I figured, well, my thought is is I've got to to paint those bathroom cabinets. We've had bathroom cabinets now for over a year that haven't been painted and we haven't put stuff in them because they haven't been painted. And my makeup, as you know, I use a lot of products and I could really use the storage for all those products. So that's kind of my impetus to get it all done is just think of the storage. I could get myself some sort of Lazy Susan situation to put all my products on um, maybe mm, some stands mm. and some compartments and all that stuff. But until they're painted, there's no point in doing that.
1: Well, now speaking of makeup, I, I have to say that this morning I had a, a really, I, I, would, I would go so far as to say an exciting development happened in the way of makeup oh, in my life. Oh, Dude, that's a lot for a morning. Well, I don't think anybody else will find this exciting, but I'm going to say it was exciting because it was exciting to me. Okay. Um, Okay, so as you know, for several years, this is I'm on, I'm gonna tell this story like I'm writing an essay. Okay. Since the dawn of time. Since the dawn of um, time. Yes. Yes, yeah, since the dawn of time, women have used cosmetic product products um to, to brighten and contour their faces. So yes. as you know, for a long time I have loved the Urban Decay um eyeshadow palettes. Uh, they've yes. been my favorite. I bought the first one maybe like six years ago. Now, it was all, there was a lot of frosted eyeshadows, which I have very fair skin, crepey lids, so I can't do Mm -hmm. a lot of frost. Mm -hmm. Um, But but I I found not too long after that, they did the Urban Decay Naked palette. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. And then, I don't know, sometime after that, they came out with the Urban Decay Naked 2 Basics palette. Yes. Which... It was really everything I've ever wanted in an eyeshadow palette. Like I could wear, I could wear every color. I could use the darkest color, like an eyeliner if I wanted to. I mean, if if I had that one little palette, I had, it was all I needed. That and some mascara. Yeah. Well, about a, I don't know, maybe it was a year and a half-ish ago. I saw one of those palettes at Nordstrom Rack, which, which, was a little bit of a warning bell to me. Like, uh-huh. yeah, eh, what's yeah. it doing at Nordstrom Rack? Is it being discontinued? Yeah, I bought, so I bought one at Nordstrom Rack, and then um, I think I bought one more at Sephora, and then the next time I went back to Sephora, I couldn't find it anywhere. And so oh. I, I even asked when I was there. I was like, "Where, where is the the Naked Two Basics palette?" And they were like, "Oh, we don't have it anymore." And I was like, "Oh, that is always my luck. You know, I find something yeah. I love." it's not really always my luck but but it's been discontinued and so we spent some time the Sephora person and idea, trying to find some neutral palette of eyeshadow that was not frosted because yes. again I can't I can't do frosted so yeah. she finally talked me into a two-faced palette um, and I can't think of the name of it. And it was fine. It was, it was, the colors were good. Mm-hmm. It was a little more powdery than I would prefer. Like it seemed like it was a little messier, maybe. The mm-hmm. colors were fine. I kind of subscribe. I don't know if you've seen Edie's videos on makeup, but I kind of subscribe to Edie Wadsworth's theory that at a certain age, you just put a light color all over your lids and call it a day. Um, especially in the summertime, I don't, plus I don't wear a lot of makeup in the summer. So I bought this palette maybe back late last winter Mm -hmm. and it had a little bit of a powdery smell to it. And I don't, I don't like Mm -hmm. scent, but I was willing Mm -hmm. to push through because this is what I, this is what I had to work with and said, this is what I was going to go with, whatever. So this morning I was getting ready. And of course it's the first day of school. I haven't really put on a full face of makeup early in the morning in in a minute. Cause as we've established, yeah. I'm an elementary PE coach in the, in the summertime. Yes. Who does not wear makeup. And so anyway, I was like, God, I just, I miss my, my, my naked two palette. I just, I hate that it's not around. I I don't like this Too Faced palette as much. You know, I don't like how it smells. There's a ton of colors in here I would never wear. And Mm -hmm. so I just got on my phone and Googled Naked Two Basics palette. And do you know, do you know that it has been at Ulta
0: all the while? It is at Ulta. No. Well. Yes, ma'am. Listen, doesn't the Lord provide? Um, So it hasn't been discontinued. No, now I, I'm going to choose not to be
1: mad about this, right? I'm yeah. bitter, bitterness is no way forward. When I when I the first thing I thought of was that old speed Speedwagon song. <laughs> of course, the search is over. You were with me all the while. I just didn't know. I didn't know yeah. that it was Delta, but yeah. it was with me. All it never left me. Yeah. It never left me.
0: Which that song's by Survivor, actually, which kind of hope, feels more fitting because why would
1: I ever get that right? I feel like I, that's the second time I've gotten that wrong.
0: It was the same era though. That was all at the same okay. time, in all fairness. Okay. It was it was at the same well, I was gonna tell you before I knew the happy ending to this story and that it all worked out. I recently bought, so I've always used the naked palettes as well, but I recently bought on, of course, Jamie Golden's recommendation, mm-hmm. one of the Milani brand. Uh, eyeshadow palettes from Walmart is where you get them I think you can also find them at CVS and I will tell you that to me it is just as good it's very pigmented it has great color it has no smell that I am aware of um, and they have all kinds of different color options but I think it's actually a great eyeshadow option and it's very affordable
1: I have seen her talk about that I have Mm -hmm. I, I mean I've and she I says can. the pigment is really good. Okay. It, is. That's good it is
0: good. Yeah. It's just, I'm just saying it might be worth picking one up to try sometime. Cause I think they're like $11. So, I mean, I kind of thought, well, I'll get it and I'll try it and see, you know, just what the heck. So, um, and I actually like it now I've only used it a couple of times. Cause like, you know, I mean, summer, I haven't been wearing a lot of makeup, but I do like it. So, um, and I did drop it the first day I had it. And so <laughs> one of the colors completely shattered. And is no longer functional. So I don't know about that color. But the rest of it is pretty good. Now, but is it frosty? That's my question. Um, No. Well, mine has a mix of frosty and non-frosty. They do have some matte options. So you just have to look for what. Because I I had read, because I also stay away from the frosty eyeshadow, because I have heard that any woman over the age of about 40 should not be wearing any kind of frosty because it settles into, you know, our 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 eye wrinkles. It settles. It settles into I'm, those areas. i will tell you the the whole face is a hazard at this point. I mean, it's the <sighs> you
1: try that to wear powder. It settles in stuff in, in places. Mm-hmm. Your eyeshadow if it bleeds. I mean, your eyeliner if it bleeds at all, it gets caught up in the, like these hooks on mm-hmm. the sides. Of my eye. Like mm-hmm. every every part of my face is a trap to capture some sort of makeup that doesn't belong there that's yeah. that's just where
0: it is where I am right now so that is the truth I just yeah. thought today I was like I'm making an appointment part of my back to school I have several back to school things that I'm going to do but one of them is, is I'm getting back in with my dermatologist and I'm basically going to say let's talk about what we need to do to fix this like what okay. summer isn't a good time for me just because we've been out in the sun and you know it's just it's hard but I'm like fall I feel like I can start to think about like what can we do to take care of I did get a facial like 2 weeks weeks. weeks ago and it was called the sparkler and it was a vitamin C intensive facial. And I will say for about two days after I felt like my skin looked a lot better. Okay.
1: So 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 what specifically is is bothering you right now? Like what are
0: everything? You know, my hyperpigmentation is always an issue. It's always an issue. And the thing is, is I have to kind of accept it a little bit because I'm never going to be out of the sun enough to totally get rid of it. I'm just not, that's not the way I live. That's not a reality for my life. Okay. Um, some wrinkles I feel like I've got some wrinkles that are really starting to kind of bother me and I feel like I'm lacking some um my skin overall I'm lacking some elasticity you know what I mean I'm lacking some elasticity in my skin it feels a little bit saggy it feels like somebody you know how like you know how like you get a pair of leggings and you like pull them and then like they don't quite go back in that's how my whole face feels right now like a Like a pair of jeans that are bagged out at the knees. At the end of the day, that's (laughs) we're just we're just here to encourage all y'all about getting older. We're just
1: here's what we need you to know about getting older: is that your face becomes a trap for all makeup, right? And your skin begins to resemble a pair of leggings that don't cooperate. So exactly. So onward, sisters. That's what we're gonna
0: say. Onward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's just the that's just the thing it is. But I mean here I am. I mean I'm I'm literally on the eve of my 48th birthday. So I mean mm-hmm. some of it is just you know what what are you going to do? But this summer now I will say I still use my rosehip oil religiously. I use my sunscreen religiously. I've been using my Drunk Elephant sunshine drops with my sunscreen religiously because okay. I actually think those have properties that help my skin like and it says it does and I believe it. So all of that but I will tell you that I went There again, Jamie Golden, Um, she had said the ponds cleansing balm, like the old fashioned ponds with their cleansing balm, which is she had said it was a great product. So I got it. I really like it. It's kind of it reminds me the texture is somewhere like a Vaseline. And like my grandmother used to use a project called a product called Abilene. Albaline. Yes. Yeah, Albaline. It was the green. So it's kind of like that. So you put it on, it totally dissolves your makeup. So I love that. And then my skin had been so dry during the summer that I thought, you know what? I'm just going to get some straight up Pons moisturizer. And I will tell you, I think it's my favorite moisturizer that I've tried in a long time. There's nothing to it. I don't know that there's anything in it other than just moisture, but it works. It doesn't make me break out. It feels light. Okay. The, the smell makes me feel nostalgic. And so it's kind of been my summer because I just felt like, you know what, for summer, there's no point in me putting on all this expensive moisturizer and I'm just going to go cheap. And I did. And I have to say I'm a fan. Okay. Pond. So, Does it
1: coming up a, in a, like a pot? Like
0: just... A tub. Yes, it's a tub. Mm-hmm. I got it at Target. It's a, it's a tub of moisturizer. I think it was $5, but I thought, you know. Maybe there's something too, just I mean, what are we doing? Because at some point don't you start to look at all the stuff on the face and I'm like, is it all just a big scam?
1: Oh, for sure it is, but I mean that hadn't stopped me from trying. Well, you know um, it hadn't stopped me, but I'm just saying. I so don't I think it's a scam necessarily. Like I I know there are there are certain things that really help my skin, but I I promise you, I was thinking about that that about this this morning, um, in addition to my whole eyeshadow situation. I don't know that anything does more for my skin, face, arms, chest, anything um, more than sunscreen, honestly. Like I yeah. think that's the biggest difference maker. Like I I, I think it affects, and especially because I have really sensitive skin. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I cannot back this up with science. So please do not think that I'm, I'm, I'm saying anything that is scientifically accurate but but the way that because my skin is so sensitive I think my skin is really sensitive to the sun not just in the fact that I, I burn easily like yeah. I just think the sun I think my skin reacts to the sun in some ways and it just it helps me a lot the sunscreen helps me the most of, of anything I, I think but I yeah. don't know that yeah I don't know that, that can verify that information.
0: No, I, I think the best thing you can do for your skin is sunscreen every single day. I do. I mm-hmm. think that, and, I, and honestly, and I hate to say it, but I think it's drinking water. I think it's, you got to oh, stay yeah, hydrated. Man. I think it's, you know, here's my thing. I think it goes back to the working out and all of that stuff. To me, it all, everything about us goes into, and I hate to say this, but it goes into what we put into our bodies. So that means mm-hmm. right now what I am is a garden salsa sun chip. <laughs> Uh, And a pina pina colada, because I just got back from our trip. That is what I currently am. (laughs) So I'm not my best self is what I'm saying. I know. I know. I feel
1: that myself right now. Uh, But, you know, fall is always a time to sort of reorient everything and get back on a schedule and have a yes. routine and all that kind of stuff
0: yes we will forge forward and we will all be our best selves until about september 15th when we're like eh, now it's almost christmas what's the point well, you know what I now mean? It, yeah now it's football season and you know what i need cheese i need queso yeah. i need a lot of cheese some dips i need some mm-hmm. dips so yeah. i will
1: say yeah. i was at senior retreat this past weekend with our we go on a uh like a weekend trip every not well we've done it the last couple of years with our seniors from school and they whitewater raft and it's tons of fun. But I was in charge of the snacks. Heather and I did not cook this year because Hallelujah. we were at a different camp and they had a kitchen staff. So I was in charge of snacks. So one night I just did a whole bunch of chips. Um, Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of different kinds of chips and I got, and then I got salsas and I got French onion dip. And I'm here to tell you that there was nothing, there was nothing more popular at that table. Not one thing more popular at that snack table than the French onion dip.
0: No, Mm -mm. it's a classic. You can't improve on a classic.
1: You cannot improve upon it. You cannot improve upon a bag
0: of ruffles
1: Mm -hmm. and some French onion dip.
0: There's no, ma'am. That's it. That's, it's, it's, it's the ultimate. It's all you need. It's all Mm -hmm. you need. It really is true. And just the, yeah, you just open up the container. We we make all these dips. We do all this stuff, but that's what everybody really wants. The heart really wants what it wants.
1: Mm -hmm. I saw a group of of our most athletic (laughs) girls who just took the whole bag of ruffles (laughs) and a whole container of French onion dip and went and sat in a circle. And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, if I were, if I were younger or you were older, we would probably all be friends. We would, we would understand each other in some way. Yeah. that's So anyway, okay. So y'all's trip. Yes.
0: It was so good. It was, listen, it was so good. Um, So tell everybody where you went. So we went to, so we went to Exuma, which is in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. Um, Perry and I had actually gone there on our honeymoon 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, we had not been back in 22 years. And here's the thing. I, apparently, I have I have long-term memory issues because I, you'd be shocked at how little I remember about that trip. Like, And I sure. guess because it's your honeymoon and you're coming off of your wedding and there's just mm-hmm. so much going on. And I mean, I was 26. So you think that's been a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had gone. So we had always kind of said we wanted to go back and we started talking about trips and all that stuff. And so um, we decided to go. I will say a couple of things for it. Number one, it's so much easier to get to now than it was 22 years ago. Um, okay, Yeah. So from us, San Antonio, you can't get a direct, direct flight anywhere for the most part, unless it's to Mexico City or Houston or Dallas. That's about it for direct flights from San Antonio. But we were able to get a direct flight to Miami. And then from Miami to Exuma is like a 45 minute flight. So okay. I didn't, I did not speak this until we landed with our luggage Sunday night back home. But I said, our travel could not have been easier. I didn't want to speak it until we were actually sure. back home. Sure.
1: Um, but
0: it was super easy. Um, we stayed at a place called the Peace and Plenty, which is actually the same place we stayed on our honeymoon, but they used to have three different properties. And this was a different property than the one we stayed in originally. Okay. Um, did you know so that before they, you went? Um, We did know that before we went. Yeah, we knew the old one had closed down. And so we stayed at this one and we chose it. So if you go just if anybody's interested. So there's they have a huge sandals resort there that's on the far side of the island, which is down at the end where they were going to have the fire festival, which hold on about that. So that's down at that end. But but we decided for us, like, the, so it's a Sandals Resort. So there's a pool there. There's a beachfront there. It's a whole resort. There's condos, the whole deal. So if you want that kind of experience, they have that. We wanted to stay, like, right in town. So, like, Peace and Plenty is, like, right in the middle of Georgetown. But you just get so much more, to me, of, like, the local culture and feel staying mm-hmm. there than you would at a resort. And we wanted to get out and explore every day and all that kind of stuff. So, um but it was clean it was nice you'll be glad to know the rooms were ice cold every single night which was Um, delightful yes the beds were comfortable everything was perfect um it was great so we got there um but you essentially fly in i'm going to tell you that the airport is one room is the Mm -hmm. is the airport um not as big as my house which my house is not big Mm Mm-hmm it's one room. You fly into the airport, like customs, like the line that you get in to go through customs is essentially like two people checking you out and like a lady holding like a stick that looked like a wand, I guess, in case there's any trouble. Um, You go through the line, you get your bag from the one gate, which is like one baggage claim area, which is essentially like a door that somebody opens to the outside and just throws your luggage in. Like that's, that's what you're dealing with. There's not like a, a, any kind of a device that's rotating your luggage through, a conveyor belt. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. You could walk across the street to airport car rental. That's not a chain. Mm -hmm. And we got a Toyota Corolla that hubcaps were literally zip tied onto the car. Right. And um, when we opened up the door, it went, and like the whole side plastic console, like kind of popped off. And as we drove down the road in Exuma, it went er, 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 er," the whole time. Um, so that's pretty much what you get like you just need to know like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's rustic like it's the whole but the beaches I will tell you are the most beautiful you will ever see in your whole life like I kept looking at the beaches and if I said this a million times it was like we're looking at like 75 different shades of blue like just all in one I mean it they were gorgeous like where you can see out as far as you can see um we had the best time part of peace and plenty like so they have a they have an island that you go to so it's it's you look out like we had an ocean view so you're looking out at the ocean but there's not a beach right there so they have a little uh water taxi that takes you across to their beach club every day it's like a two-minute boat ride and you go across the harbor and then you get to this beach club and it opens up and there's chairs and towels and a bar and music and the whole deal and you sit out there and they've got snorkeling equipment and paddle boards and all that stuff that you can do and the water is so beautiful and um and then the the first day we hiked over because you know for perry he's not just going to lay on a beach so he's like let's go hike across the sure so we walked through what i felt like was the bohemian jungle mm-hmm. to get to the other side but what happens is you go over this hill and all of a sudden you're looking out to and you're the only people out there and you're looking out the Atlantic Ocean like it's just there it is like and just the waves are crashing in and he and Caroline got out with their goggles and they kind of started swimming out there and he said that they pretty quickly realized that they were part of the food chain and they came back in (laughs) okay it feels ominous like you're Uh looking out there and you're like this is so beautiful but like this is like we're in the wild you know like there's Nothing like there's you don't see anybody go by you don't see like and like the GPS on my phone would just say North Atlantic Ocean Bahama the Bahamas that was it and you're like well this feels real weird oh wow um yeah so it was I mean it was pretty amazing but it's it's a trip that I would highly recommend if you're looking for like a great island to go to and you want relaxing and beautiful and beaches and Even you can fish, we fished one day, then they have a boat rental place. So like the third day we took a boat out, this men's boats, what men's water sports, they rent you a boat. And so we got our own little boat that we were able to take and they kind of give you a map and say, here are different places you can go snorkel, or you can just dock and go to the beach or whatever. And what I loved about it is because the whole island is maybe 30 40 miles long there's one highway that goes down the whole thing there's not a stoplight in the town it's like population six thousand. so like everywhere you go you're like well there's nobody else here like you're just it's just so isolated and beautiful and it we just loved it we had a great time so so was it crowded at all or was it just
1: did y'all feel like y'all were the only people there
0: no, we felt like we were, I mean, it was like when we'd get back to the resort. Now there were tons and we'd love, we'd love this too. Like, so it, August is kind of their downtime mm-hmm. really, because technically they could have been hurricane season. So I think their busy time, like everybody, when we talk to the locals, like is from December to like April mm-hmm. would be their peak months. Um, so we were there during a slow time. And then, and in fact, our hotel is closing in two weeks for like two months to do like renovations and repairs and all that stuff. But like, um so back at the resort when we were there you would see all these different families but they were from all over like we met families from france and uh and from sweden we met uh families from italy like it's, it's very international I was gonna say, so that was kind of cool Shackles like, are
1: very sophisticated and uh, international
0: listen we were and we met we we kind of became friends with this one family from paris and it was a dad and a mom and their two kids who were about nine and eleven or whatever, and we started talking to them in the pool. The dad could speak English, and so we were talking to him. And I have never laughed as hard as then when Perry. We were talking to him about different stuff, and you know they were asking us about Texas and all this stuff. And then Perry said, "Oh, I'm Perry. I'm Perry, by the way." And the dad said, he said, "Hello." He said, "I'm Flaw," and we were like, and Perry goes, Perry goes Flaw, and he was like, "No, no, 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 Flaw," and Perry was like, "Okay, Flaw." I was like, are we in a Saturday at Live skit? And he was like, no, no, he kept telling Perry, no, 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 it's flaw. And Perry would be like, okay, flaw. And he'd be like, no, 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 no. And finally I was like, look, we're going to need to give this up. <laughs> Something is way lost in translation. It's going to be flaw. It's just, it's half flaw. I, said, I told Perry, I said, I think he's messing with you. I said, I don't think it's the same. I said, I, you were saying exactly what he was saying. He's like, no, 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 no. It's flaw. I mean, we have laughed so hard about that because it was like, no, we're, that's what we're saying. Um, So it was, I mean, it was just super fun. So, um, but I will say after being there, so I knew we had been to Exuma for our honeymoon. And so, when I watched all the fire Festival stuff, because that's where they were going to have the fire Festival that I guess kind of happened. Um, It was interesting because I thought, well, maybe Exuma has really been super developed since we were last there. Like maybe it's, I mean, it's been 22 years. So I was like, so maybe, because I kept thinking like the Exuma that I knew when we went on our honeymoon, I was like, no way that anybody could even think that was feasible to have that there. Um, I'm going to tell you that it has not been developed that much. Like it's, It's definitely more touristy. I think more people know about it now, but I don't know how they even remotely thought that they were going to be able to handle that amount of people. Number one, let's go back to the fact that the airport is one room. Like when we were leaving on Sunday night, like we were waiting in the airport terminal for our flight and like the uh, like our flight and it's one of those american eagle planes so you know it's like what it holds maybe 80 people because it's one of those with like just two seats on each side of the aisle packed like the whole terminal was packed with people so like i want to say like 80 people like had it flowing to capacity. Yeah. So like how did they think they were going to bring all those people in and then have places for them all to stay and then like I said you've got this like rental car place and these rent cars and There's just no way that they could have thought that that was feasible. And you're on an island. So the thing is, like when we got there the first day with our Corolla, Perry was like, oh, our car's almost on empty, because apparently you don't have to fill up your rental cars there. And so we went and like there was a big sign on the only gas station on the island that said no gas today. But yeah, we're gonna have 1000s of people coming in for a music festival. For a music festival. I mean, like it, and it's just not that kind of an island. Like I will say to me, Exuma, after being there, like if you're looking for a place to go, like it's very family friendly. The locals could not be nicer. Like they're so like overboard nice. Like it's one of those, you know, sometimes you can go somewhere and it feels a little intimidating or kind of scary just because it's you know you're it's somewhere new and it's international and you don't know where you are but like they could not be like every single one of them they want to tell you where to go what you need to do how can they help you know they're giving you recommendations they're I mean they know tourism is their industry so they're overboard friendly and like But the fact is, though, is they're so limited in like what their resources are, because it's an island in the middle of nowhere. So like when you're out of gas, you're just out of gas till the next day. Like, um, and you have this one road, and you've got these limited rent cars, and you've got this tiny airport, which now when they talk about that, they just had people in the airport. I'm like, where did they think all those people were going to go? Yeah, how are you going to fly them in and out? Yeah, I mean, just that, just that part is like, how did you think that you were going to handle that like it is crazy like it's just not it's it's just such a small little island and um yeah it was it's fascinating to me now I'm like no that that never was going to happen
1: well you know I mean of course they were going to have the tents you know all those
0: (laughs) all those VIP tents but they could get sticks and canvas on the island but the hurricane tents. Well, it was interesting because I started reading more because I told Perry, I said, now that you've been here, I said, you've got to watch one of these fire Festival documentaries right. because he hasn't seen them. I said, because you need to appreciate what a disaster this was. And like it talked about that they ended up having to put that because it was going to be down at the end of the island where the Sandals Resort is right. or the Grand Isle Resort. And so there were people who were like begging for beds and stuff to stay in. Well, it was already their peak tourist season. So the island was already Packed. like it was without the music festival crowd you already had all these families and all these people that were there so most of the hotels were booked because there's not that many places right. and then you have these gorgeous like vrbo homes but they're super pricey and they were booked because like um there's one there called the salt house which i would love to stay in at some point but it would be like you i, mean, I think it sleeps like 15 people so like you could rent it with a bunch of families but it's down way at the other end of the island but like i looked it up it's booked solid through like next august so yeah so it's not like the kind of thing where you're just like well we're here and we just have this hurricane tent to sleep in and we're going to go find a holiday inn to stay at that's not going to be an option well
1: I'm telling you what that so. that that whole story remains one of my the most fascinating things i've ever I've ever listened to watched heard about it's just something else
0: it's crazy and like and they said like because I went back and read and all these people were telling him like when he showed up because the girl who's the publicity director at the Grand Isle said like there's no way you can put this together here like number one this isn't that kind of an island and that's what everybody said who loves Exuma and like travels there all the time they were like this is not a young hip loud party island it's like a family island it's like a fisherman's paradise it's like a place where you go for like quiet it's not it's not a place where you bring like a Coachella crowd necessarily, right. you know, um, and then everything shuts down. I mean, that's the other thing is like there's limited restaurants. I mean, like Sunday, we were there till four o'clock and it was like we ended up eating at Kermit's Airport Lounge across from the airport. <laughs> so it's. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all that to say, and then a lot of people asked, we did not go swim with the pigs, which is a big thing that people talk about doing when you're in Exuma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And our little now, flaw in his family did go <laughs> swim with the pigs. No, 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 no. It's flaw that's right flaw in his family they did go swim with the pigs we did not because we felt like we have pigs in texas and we are aware of what wild pigs are like and i have Mm -hmm. no interest in sharing a body of water with them
1: Uh, mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'd, i'd give that a pass
0: no that's a hard pass that was a hard pass for us so we felt like and we'll talk about this later on it, but I feel like we did the perfect to me. It was like the perfect amount of time. I felt like we had a beach day, we had a boat day, we had a fishing day. Caroline caught a shark, which was her big goal of the trip and she oh. um and she did that, and so we loved our fishing guide um and he' is, he's lived there all his life, and so it was just we had a great time. I highly recommend Exuma. Do not let the fire festival. Throw you off. It was it was lovely, and the people could not be nicer. And it was it was an easy trip. It was you know I thought this is Mm -hmm. um, this is an easy trip, and we laughed because we did meet some of the American families we met were there from Florida, and they said this is where they go now that all the other people come to their Florida beaches, they go to the Bahamas. They get out. (laughs) They get out. They get out. So um, so it was good. So we had a good time. It was a good way to kind of end the summer, and now we're just getting back to school mode well it sounds delightful it sounds it's and your pictures were beautiful yeah it was um we loved it we loved it it was it was great we were so glad we did it and caroline already has a big plans she thinks we need to go back there for her 21st birthday okay mm-hmm. yeah so we'll see get it caroline shankle i know listen she's got a plan she's got a plan so
1: hey y'all it's me All by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to mention one thing, just one thing. If you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that Melanie and I both we like to try products, we like to really get on board with products, we like to tell people about the products that we like. We are a product people. Well, that's one reason why we are so excited about the fact that we now have a shop on Amazon and we can put a lot of those products that we enjoy in one place. You can go to amazon.com slash shop slash big boo, and you can see, oh, so many things that we are crazy about. Like, for example, recently we both read Where the Crawdads Sing. You'll hear us talk about that in a little bit. We're a tiny bit obsessed with it. And that is just one of the items that you will find in our Amazon shop. So if you would like to check out some of the stuff that we are really into right now, just go to amazon.com/ shop/ big big and enjoy righty y'all here we go back to episode 149 so we um, we had a first in our house today um, unrelated to tropical beaches but Alex drove himself to school this morning
0: um, okay he drove,
1: he drove himself to football practice this morning and okay. I don't know it's it feels like it feels like a new era it's weird.
0: It's weird, isn't it? I told Perry, like, when we got home, so I thought Caroline had a hair appointment yesterday, which apparently I had the day wrong or something happened because it's tomorrow. But I was, like, planning my day around. She's got to go. And then Perry's like, well, she can drive herself. And, like, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. And she left and drove herself. And I thought, well, this is so weird, like, that I don't have to take her, you know? Like, I just here I am hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, last, one day last week, Alex had gone and
1: done a couple of different things. He met some friends for lunch and then stopped by to see somebody else. And then all of a sudden I got a friend from my, I mean, I got a text from my friend Stephanie that said, Alex just drove to my house. Like, <laughs> he had stopped at their house on the way home, but he just drove to my house. Like, you know, he's he's making his rounds now. He's
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, but we got home, so we landed late, and Caroline immediately wanted to go see her friends, and Perry's like, well, you can drive over there, and I was like, oh, I guess she can, you know, like, it's uh, just, I don't know, it's going to take some getting used to, and like, tomorrow now, I've got a meeting at the same time she's getting her hair cut, and I was like, oh, how are we going to, and I was like, oh, wait, no, she can drive herself, mm-hmm. like, this is, it's taken a while to kind of get used to it, I'm like, I don't I don't know what to do with it. I know, it's so weird. Yeah, it's very weird, it's very weird. Now, I have two things that i'm super excited about Um, oh
1: do tell well
0: well, they're okay number one i saw that the new season of the crown comes out november 17th okay okay so i cannot wait for that so i'm super excited about that in even bigger news you know that one of the loves of my heart is the little women movie yes starring Winona Ryder, is one of my very favorites. Um, They have a new Little Women movie that comes out in December, which I love nothing more than Little Women at the Holidays. It has always felt like a Christmas movie to me. I know that it's not a Christmas movie, but it feels very Christmassy to me. And it comes out this December. And I'm going to tell you that the trailer for it looks fantastic. I cannot wait. I'm so excited.
1: I haven't seen the trailer for it.
0: Well, you need to go find it. it. Looks so good. Meryl Streep is Aunt March, which I love. Okay. okay. Um, Laura Dern is Marmy. Um, Timothy Chalet is Lori. Um, and I can't remember. Emma Watson is somebody. Maybe Beth. No, maybe Meg. And then I can't remember all the rest, but it looks so good. And the costumes look fabulous and I cannot wait. And I already told Caroline that she's going to have to go see it with me at Christmas time. I'm just, uh, we're going to go. I'm really hoping the Alamo Draft House will have a screening of it where they'll do it with like tea and something very yes. like, very Britishy and comforty. I know it's not British, but it feels like you want to drink tea with it. And I cannot wait. So well, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. It gives me something. I'm already excited about Christmas because of Little Women. I'm so happy for you. I know. I just love it. It's my favorite story. I cannot wait. It looks so good. I don't
1: have anything along those lines, but I will say for people who watch The Handmaid's Tale, the last two weeks, I feel like have been really something else. Really like it's been been a little slow all season, but my Mm -hmm. goodness, it has picked up. It is, it is, okay. its its it has been really good and and my reactions to it have been strong so there's oh, not, I think there's only one like episode left but it's um I don't know I'm glad it finally took a turn and it and it sort of I don't maybe something happened finally it just felt like for a okay. long time nothing was
0: nothing was going on so well, I wondered because I I put uh I opened up Hulu last night to watch Four Weddings and a Funeral. And the first thing that popped up on mine was like, you need to watch Handmaid's Tale. And I thought, Sophie Hudson has somehow (laughs) come in. She's come in and she's hacked into my Hulu Mm because you need to watch Handmaid's Tale. And I thought, maybe this fall, maybe I'll be in a Handmaid's Tale type mood this fall
1: well i feel like i haven't watched anything because i really did like all last week i stayed late at school working on my office and then i was gone senior retreat and then i came mm-hmm. back and worked late on my office so i feel like i really haven't watched much of anything the last week or so but
0: but maybe as we kind of settle into a routine it'll change yeah well i hadn't watched well we were gone so i i had started watching four weddings and a funeral which i love i have one left of those currently um And then I read, which we'll talk about this later on a, on a Patreon episode, but I read Where the Crawdads Sing on vacation. And oh my gosh, I loved it so much.
1: It, It, it's so good.
0: It's so good. Like it really, I, you know, it's one of those, and you said this, and it's so true, is it's one of those that I kept hearing about it and you keep thinking, I feel like I'm going to be disappointed by mm-hmm. this and be like, it can't live up to the hype. But I'm like, no, it really is that good. It's, it's really one of the best books I've read in a long, long time. It's mesmerizing. Mm-hmm.
1: Like it just mm-hmm. very gently pulls you into this world and that you didn't even... You, you didn't even know you wanted to go to, but it's just, yeah. it's captivating. I, I've i never read anything like it. And, and listen, I, I've said it before. If you described to me the details of what I was getting into when I read this book, I would have said, no, thank you. That's not, that's, no, absolutely. that's not for me. That, that Mm-mm. sounds terrible. So yes. I, I was talking about it or texting about it. I think with my friend, Lauren I think it was Lauren, but I was, anyway, I was texting about it with a friend of mine not too long ago. We were talking about how really like the book jacket doesn't, the description on the book jacket doesn't necessarily do it a ton of favors. I I just think Mm -hmm. it's, but I don't know, I don't know how you could describe it any, any better really. I just, it's so good.
0: Yeah. it's so good. Yeah. It was really good. So, um, so there's that. And then I was also going to say, I have discovered now, do you like arugula?
1: I do. You
0: do, okay. I do. You it's know, not peppery everybody does. Yeah, it's peppery and delicious. Yeah. Yes, that's. I love arugula, and so I had found, and this isn't anything revolutionary, but I kept seeing this arugula salad, and I made it the other night. And I'm going to tell you, it was so good. Perry didn't like it. He said it tasted like something you shouldn't eat. It tasted like a plant because he doesn't like that peppery arugula. I've decided maybe arugula is like cilantro. Like some people like it and some people don't.
1: I think you're right. You're right because David does not like it. And he, I think he thinks it's like, why are you eating leaves? Yes. But I love it. And there's a, um, well, there are a couple of places here that, Well, there's a breakfast place. It's a chain. It's first watch. Everybody has it, but they do a lot of times. They'll just dress arugula on the side just with like Mm -hmm. olive oil and lemon juice and and salt and pepper. And it's delicious.
0: That's it. That's what I made. So the other night I did this and I found it on Give Me Some Oven. We can link to it, but it's just a simple, it's arugula and you drizzle some olive oil. You squeeze some lemon. You do fresh ground cracked pepper and then Parmesan cheese, like all over the top. I'm going to tell you it, like, in this heat, it's like one of the best things you could ever eat. Like it's oh, so man. good and it's so fresh. And to me, like you could put some grilled chicken on it if you wanted to or something like that to turn it into. But like it is the best thing. And like, I feel like because I ate so much like fried stuff while we were on vacation and like fish mm-hmm. and you just eat heavy and I had a lot of pina coladas and all that because mm-hmm. when in the Bahamas, but, um, but I'm I telling you, you liked a pina
1: colada, honestly.
0: I don't anywhere. I would never get one anywhere else. I would never get a pina colada anywhere else. But there, it's like it's good. Now, I also had, they have a bohemian beer called Calic. And I also enjoyed a Calic because, you know, I love a cold beer at the beach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, this arugula salad, I'm telling you, if you feel the need to detox or to start your September or you're back to school off right on a healthy note and you like arugula, I'm just going to tell you olive oil, lemon juice, cracked pepper and Parmesan. Delicious. Is
1: this going to go the same way as kale did back in about two thousand twelve? It is. Just run that sucker in the ground. I'm going like, to just...
0: It's like my veggie tacos. I'm going to eat it until I'm like, do not even come at me with some bell pepper and mushrooms and a corn tortilla. I'm done. When did you? When was the last time you ate veggie tacos? Oh, a long time ago. I can't even remember. Okay. I, mean, I remember I was on a kick. I ate them like multiple times a week like all the time and i would always try to sell them to perry and i couldn't get him to ever buy into the veggie tacos i remember
1: how many nights did i say what are you going to cook tonight you'd say probably some veggie (laughs) veggie tacos and then it was and it was the kale for a while you got on a
0: kale kick yeah now i'm arugula
1: Yeah, now you're arugula. Well, maybe arugula will get the same um, PR people that kale had, and then the Brussels sprouts. They can use it. It'll it'll be a craze. Well, and I'll tell you
0: who else has got some good PR working for them is cauliflower. I mean, they're in anybody like the cauliflower Uh, industry. You turn that stuff. You want to tell me about a cauliflower pizza crust? (laughs) You want to try to sell that to me with a straight face? (laughs) Now, but do you like cauliflower? No. I do. You do? I do. Like in, yes. in its in its real just form and it's in its just its white stalky <laughs> form? Or do you like it when here's you how, make it like it's a potato?
1: Well, here's how I like to well, here's what I like to do okay. with cauliflower. And I, I really truthfully am probably the only person in my family who enjoys it. But I like to cut it up, mm-hmm. you know, into like broccoli, little broccoli bite-sized pieces, but just chop yeah. it up. Put it on a cookie sheet, drizzle it with olive oil, salt, pepper, and then um, put some parmesan cheese on it. And then I like to cook it until it's almost until it's actually kind of like brown uh-huh. around the uh-huh. edges, until it's really kind of toasted, uh-huh. and it's pretty good. Now, would a shoe be good if you did that sure, to sure it? Possibly. Uh-huh. I mean, the shoe might be might get some taste if that's how you prepared uh-huh. it. But I do like cauliflower um probably. I don't know. It, it's probably like, it's
0: probably like my seventh favorite vegetable. <laughs> <them>. Maybe seventh. Maybe <laughs> seven. At some point, I would like, I would like to explore what one through six would be if it comes in seventh, but we might need to save that for another podcast.
1: No, I, listen, I can do it for you right now. Okay, right, tell me. Oh, I me. Would, okay, I would go one Um, Brussels sprout. Number I, now, one. Let's just say this. Let's just say this: a potato will always win. A potato will always win. But I'm going to take the potatoes out yeah. because I don't feel it. Like, that's not like a healthy. So I would say one is Brussels sprout, two is asparagus, three broccoli. Um, four would be a squash of some kind. Okay, um, whether that's a yellow squash or a zucchini, I, re- I really enjoy uh-huh. those. Five would be okra. Uh-huh. Um, six would probably be cauliflower. I would say. Okay, then maybe seven. We could get into into some kind of of black eyed pea situation. Okay, maybe with a, I don't think that really counts as a. I vegetable. was going to say, isn't
0: that a legume?
1: It's a legume. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, we'll take that out. So seven, maybe. I I don't know. I don't love a tomato. I like a tomato. Okay, but tomatoes like a fruit. Cold, Didn't tomato a fruit? Okay, so if we're gonna nitpick <laughs> about the different <laughs> categories yes tomatoes are great i like cucumbers yeah i like cucumbers um i mean of course i like an onion every now and again i like a mushroom yeah but um but i don't really like a bean i don't love a green bean yeah i so that's not my favorite um so, yeah, I mean, I guess th- those are all the vegetables right there. Did I name all of them? You named all of them. You left
0: out collard greens, no collard. No, I, I, oh, they might should be a little higher. Yeah. I do like a collard green or a turnip green a lot. Okay, what about spinach? Because I really like spinach.
1: I don't. Okay. I'll eat it, but I don't love it. I think that's another one of those vegetables that has a very specific audience. Like my sister loves a spinach
0: salad. hmm I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. See, I like spinach. I would say spinach would probably rank in my top three. Really? What would be the other two? I think Brussels sprouts would be like roasted Brussels sprouts would be Mm. right up there. I think spinach and I like it. um, I like it. I like a spinach salad, but I also like it if you just kind of saute it in a pan with some garlic and then put some vinegar on it. Like I really Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. and that's one that can go back to like, I remember getting spinach as a little kid at Luby's. I liked spinach. Like if I could put that vinegar, cause you know, I like anything vinegary. So spinach. Yeah. Um, and then I would say broccoli would probably be my number three would okay. be my, and, and I like broccoli in all, all its forms. I like it steamed. I like it. I roasted. Think. I like it. I especially like it in a casserole with cream of mushroom soup, rice and cheese whiz, but that's really sure. not its healthiest yeah. incarnation, but boy, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like you, I like squash. I like zucchini. Um, yeah, green beans are fine, but i don't love them no mm-mm, mm-mm. and i like a salad now this arugula salad i love i do like a kale salad um with the, if you do it with like cranberries and like some sort of tanky mm-hmm. dressing i like that but and like i like a caesar salad but i always feel like a caesar salad by the time you look at the calorie count i'm like well i just as soon eat a cheeseburger you know
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah Yeah, It kind of feels like, yeah, I think you're just trying to make yourself feel good by saying this is a salad, but you're not really fooling anybody.
1: Well, it's good for me to talk about vegetables because I have really, I have really gotten off the wagon in two regards with stuff that I have eaten this summer, like that I haven't eaten, I feel like, in a long time, Uh regularly. One of those things is bread. I have really liked bread this summer, like in all its forms. And I don't, I normally try to stay away from bread. So I've got to detox from bread. And then the other one is the stinking diet Coke. Oh, okay. I had, you know, I had really kind of, but I feel like when we were, when we were in Oklahoma, uh-huh. remember?
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: It it did something to me. Like they were so cold and, and so good uh-huh. in that refrigerator in our room. And it was kind of like, oh, I've missed this. Yeah. Yeah, I've missed it. So I've got to, I've got to, I've got to back away. And so, so I went from Oklahoma to the beach, yeah. Or, well, to 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 Mississippi and then to the beach, and so there was just a lot of diet coke in those situations. And so I've gotta, I've I've got to, I gotta adjust. Yeah,
0: yeah. I hear you. I know. Well, that's what, I gotta get off of that's it. what that's what September is for to me. Like I feel like we have till I feel like we have till Labor Day. I feel like it doesn't have to coincide with back to school, but I feel like we have till Labor Day to just kind of get through whatever gets us through these hot these hot times. I feel like it's good. And then starting September, we can all turn a page and we can be our best selves until about mid-October when we decide, hey, now it's going to be Halloween and then it's going to be Thanksgiving and then it's going to be Christmas.
1: Yeah. So go ahead and just bring on the casseroles, everybody.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the dips. All righty. Well. Okay. All right. Well, we covered a lot of ground
1: in that sucker. We sure did. All right. Well, y'all, as always, we're so glad you were here with us and we will talk to y'all later.
0: All right. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye, everybody.